We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Rhodes and I've got a new podcast, The NFL Road Show fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get you set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind podcast yet again. I know I always say it's been a crazy week, Xanifer, but I hope you're ready to break down these crazy topics. <sighs> I'm not. It rained yesterday. And <laughs> so Jake knows what that means. If you guys don't know, Xan is, is an alien. And whenever it yeah. rains, which is rare here in Las mm-hmm, Vegas, mm-hmm. he just falls apart. And probably because it's rare here in Las Vegas. And I've lived here my whole life that like weather in general just like ruins my entire and, life. And the weather hits when Zan is uh, trying to garner some gigantic deals for esports talk. So, <laughs> and so I'm like, I, I take a day off from the office, and, and then I'm sudden, still like, I'm waking up every half hour on the phone with people being like, oh yeah, yeah, we're, we're making that happen. Yes. <laughs> but either way, yeah. big things happening here. Big things happening in gaming, and uh, let's kick it off. We hope you guys all enjoy. Mm-hmm. All right, Xanifer, a story that I did not really want to talk about this past week because it just it puts me in a tricky situation, mm. but one that had to be addressed and might be coming sometime in the future, that being Mr. Nadeshot possibly leaking Timmy Tat to 100 Thieves. By the mm. way, something Nadeshot, if this does come true, mm-hmm. has actually done before with the Huntsman, which slowly became the most popular brand in Call of Duty before them being gone and now back to Optic Gaming. Right before that all happened, Nadeshot actually leaked that on stream and now potentially another big one, which we've already talked about, that being 100 Thieves Timmy. Yeah, this is this is a tricky situation because I think... This one came down to one email away. <laughs> yeah. If you guys didn't see it. The mm. screenshot that was sent to us, mm-hmm. we say it every podcast. Exactly, which is what I was about to get into. Uh, yeah, in terms of we don't want to necessarily just leak a story like this. If we just happen to spot something, we're like, oh, this could mess up with this deal. We're not necessarily looking at that like, oh, let's get some views or whatever. Yeah. But once it's out there, once people are sending it to us... 
you know, it's it puts us kinda, in a, a tough, tough spot. We kind of have to cover it. Yeah, and it, yeah. it was again thanks to a viewer. You guys are crazy. You send us everything. Mm-hmm. This was literally, if you missed the screenshot, uh, one email away from it not mm-hmm. showing up on the on the feed whatsoever. Uh, yeah. I don't know how these people catch these things. It uh-huh. was an instant of an email being shown and just a subject line, which does not really reveal too much in the situation. Absolutely not. But it hints at the fact that Hundred Thieves are at the very least talking to Tim the Tatman and. Maybe more than just the initial steps. Yeah, and I think this would not mean much of anything if it weren't for the previous conversations from Tim the Tatman about joining an esports organization, yeah. about previous interactions between him and Hundred T. Like, there's a lot of dominoes being lined up. Yep. And this seems to be one of the final ones one of getting final placed of down. That, you know, could mean big things for 2021. Yeah, and we had a quick initial discussion when this was also sent to us. We're like, okay, you know, again, this is just from our side of the Mm -hmm. table thinking, can this really influence a deal if it's already underway? Would it influence Tim's decision at all? We are hoping not. And I guess, you know, it's another learning situation. If if this does go through and happen and we find out if Nade Shot or Tim talk about it, Mm. I guess it's a learning experience for all of us, right? Worth mentioning that we also reached out to 100T. We have contacts over there. We said, "Hey, we've we've heard about this. Do you have anything to say about it?" Yeah, you know, we we were never gonna just like throw this out there into the ether, shouting from the rooftops. Hey, guys, did yeah. You hear? But, yeah. But again, it's yeah. it's also a tough situation because mm. Love Hunter Thieves, what they're doing, yeah, would love this move as well. So we'll mm. see if uh, Nade Shot was correct and is leaking, and Tim the Tatman does eventually join One Hundred Thieves. So, Jake, this has been one of those weeks for me where, you know, it's a, it's a speculation week. You know, I'd like to have a conversation with you, really dive deep on some topics that I think are very well worth discussing for the esports industry. I love me some speculation. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> and so let's talk about some Fortnite oh, real quick. Okay. And how Fortnite, I think, might be literally the pinnacle of esports. And... Hear I'm me out. Go ahead and really, hear me out. No, no, no. You hear stop. me out. Because there's stop. question no, marks. No, no, no. Let me say there's something. question marks, exclamation points. I do not points. endorse that statement yeah, and whatsoever. I think you might be on my side once I, get, once I get to the end of my point. Okay. So, Jake, if I can ask you real quick, what is the point of esports? Why, why do video game companies have esports? The Why point, do they exist? Okay. Oh, you're going to put me in a tricky situation. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is evil. I'm setting you up. <laughs> I would say the point of esports is to showcase the uh, non-casual side of your game, right? It, uh, we see the best esports out there somehow mm-hmm. can maintain a casual base, but also have a competitive nature to it. And the best games out there want to also be esports. So they want to portray to both audiences. Exactly. That's a pretty nice answer. It, it's a great answer. Look, look, I was give, me, give, me, give me some. I was really, yeah, let's we got to hand sanitize. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we'll Don't do have anything in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that, you kind of pour put, some water on it. You kind of put me on the spot there. Yeah. Which, hey, I, was I close enough? Solid response. Not what I was going for. Okay. And not what I thought you would answer with at all. But um, anyway, so the reason companies have esports, and let's be real, at the end of the day, the most cynical reason, the most re- the most reasonable explanation is it's marketing. Mm-hmm. They want to sell more copies of the game, and esports does that for them. They Showcase make, it to a wider audience. Exactly. They want to make more money. They want to bring in a bigger amount of people to say, hey, you know, maybe this game is kind of cool. And I don't like where you're going with this. I think to that extent, Fortnite might be the pinnacle because they've kind of evolved beyond esports, where they. They're doing everything that every esports brand wants to right now. Aside from having an actual solid competitive landscape, of course, but let's be real, do you need the competitive landscape if you're making more money on your other stuff? Let's just break that down real quick. We have, you know, huge celebrities out there like Travis Scott, you know, hosting huge 
events in Fortnite and making tens of millions of dollars. I think the number quoted for Travis Scott's latest Fortnite event was, I think it was 20 million, mm -hmm. I believe. And that's an insane amount of money made for Travis. And that, that was just Travis. Don't, not even, no mention of how much Epic made off of that deal, which is probably like, that was a nice chunk of change, I'm sure. Yeah. And now we also have esports orgs getting invested in Fortnite. And, Again, you know, pushing their audiences almost. towards it. Yeah, round two in a way where we have uh, Team Vitality announcing that their new shoe, uh, the Vitality O2, I think they're going to have an exclusive map for that in Fortnite. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's called the, uh, yeah, the V-Hive. Oh, so an exclusive yeah. like spot on the map for yeah, yeah. It well, wasn't, it wasn't creative though. It wasn't super clear if it was creative probably or non-creative. It's probably going to be yeah, creative. Yeah, that's my assumption. But based on the press release, maybe not because normally okay. they very very, I mean, very specifically cl clarify that. We also have brands like Hundred Thieves out there getting their own yeah. their own creative maps in the mix, and I think we're just going to see more of that in the future. And I think Fortnite has kind of reached a point where there's always going to be an esports scene for Fortnite. But they've been paying so little attention to that over the past year. They just announced that they're not even going to do a World Cup in 2021 because, realistically speaking, they don't have to. They've got the esports scene on lock. If those people want to be involved, they're going to be involved because they realize the reach they have. Uh, and I, it's, it's not a fun thing. I would but more it's a reality. I would more so to make this more appropriate because I know as you were talking, lots of mm. people shaking their freaking heads. Absolutely. I don't think a lot of people could honestly disagree with you if we pertain it maybe to the gaming side. If we're looking at strictly esports, Fortnite is one of the most poorly ran and operated games on the market. But also But if we're talking about overall gaming, yes, especially in their prime and their peak, which Fortnite continues to of course have a large player base, they have have to be at least in your top three, if not mm -hmm. for the moves they have made. I mean, I think that's quite obvious, right? There was certainly a lot of times back in the day, even when we had celebrity events as well, celebrities with streamers or with pro players, a lot of the older generation has still left Fortnite, and yet they still continue to actually have amazing sales. They do mm -hmm. not need esports to keep on selling skins, even to what the likes of Nadeshot has made the statement of saying, Fortnite is the future Roblox or Minecraft. It's... Mm -hmm. It's overseeing. It's a platform, not it's, a game. Yes, exactly. And uh, I, I want to defend other great esports out there when it Absolutely. comes to the only esports side of things. I don't think Fortnite has done a great job there. But certainly, if you're going to go out in the street and ask people about League of Legends, Counter Strike Global Offensive, or Dota, or Rocket League, or Fortnite. I would say the majority of those people will probably recognize Fortnite first. I think Call of Duty is also a, it's a, a great, it's up there. Yeah. A great, but it's that's also mostly the American side of things, yeah, right? If you're talking yeah. about worldwide recognition, sadly, that's what Fortnite has done. Mm -hmm. And I, I just only hope they can utilize it a bit better for the esports side. But the, like you said, they don't need to. We all do, and really, I think we just were in a tough spot where now esports orgs are going to be looking to Fortnite for promotion. Esports competitions are still going to be happening in Fortnite, even if Fortnite doesn't put any money into them like they did with the World Cup in the past. And so, yeah, I mean, Fortnite kinda, has made all of these these yeah. teenage stars, right? Especially Absolutely. as they either stay in Fortnite or move on. You look at NRG, Phase, TSM, Hundred mm -hmm. T. All of these top orgs have these really, really popular Fortnite characters, whether mm -hmm. it be on Twitch or YouTube or TikTok, whatever, whatever it is. I think the, the general question is going to be, what's what's the next step? Yes, Fortnite has done crazy things in gaming are they the pinnacle yeah. of esports and i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what's next for we'll fortnite we'll though see. it's uh it's certainly it's been crazy 2021 though 
It's probably going to be even crazier. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, before our next topic, a quick few words about our sponsor. And 2020 has reshaped how we work. Businesses across the globe are trying to be more efficient than ever. So when every hire is critical, Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other site, helping you find quality candidates quickly. Indeed also gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring, and you only pay for what you need. You can pause your account anytime, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. You can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visit Indeed each month, which is why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash blue wire this is their best offer available anywhere go right now to indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through december 31st terms and conditions apply and football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still get on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. And now, let's get back to the podcast. All right, Jake. Uh, next up is one of those topics of news that I'm super excited to hear about because it means great things for the wider audience overall and just an improvement in quality of life for esports and gaming people everywhere. Uh, let's talk about Face It and their Minerva AI. Have you heard about this? Face It and Minerva AI. Uh, AI stands for artificial intelligence. Very, very true. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I want to say I've heard of Minerva, but I, I'm, I always say that. So hit me up with it. It is. I, I think you have. I think we've talked about it very briefly, but I think it's been a minute since we heard about Minerva specifically. Yeah, because we've heard a lot about AIs. It was actually more, I want to say like late 2019. I, I, yeah, I've yeah. heard of Dotus mm-hmm. and I, we've heard of other ones, but nothing really taking to too much fruition. Ah, yeah. This one is a slightly different track than the one that we had in Dota, where in that, in that case, uh, this was an AI that beat the top players in the world in yeah. the match, right? This is an AI that actually assists with toxicity, which, as we know, is a huge issue for gaming and esports. Okay, I do recommend everywhere. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we actually face it, just release some results and to let everybody know, hey, our AI actually works because they announced it a while ago, and everybody was like, ah, oh, no, that's that's BS. That's that's it's an nonsense. AI meant to help combat toxicity. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, this is this is basically meant to help people in flagging. Okay, this person is being ridiculous for no reason. This person is saying a lot of slurs for no reason. This person is being, you know, toxic. Yeah. And. Uh, it's it's been surprisingly effective. I really didn't expect to see these types of results. I've got some statistics for you, my guy. All right. Yeah, we now know that uh, Minerva has analyzed 1.4 billion chat messages and put that in its system. A lot of freaking messages. That's yeah, a lot. Right. You can you can spell things a lot of different ways too. Yeah. I wonder how efficient exactly. Minerva is. Exactly. I can right. spell arse a dollar sign dollar <laughs> sign, dude. Are they going to catch that? But hey. Do a hundred people spell that? A I don't know. Double dollar sign. Are they going to start cracking like, down on me saying ours? Like you smell might. like ours, motherfucker. Are they, they going to catch me? Who knows? <laughs> I, I think. I think uh, part of what the, the reason the AI is being used as opposed to just like a very simple like 
you know, catch all for, oh, let's just flag, oh, you use this word or this phrasing yeah. is because there's always context to take into account. Yeah. You've got to have proper context for like, you know, you can say arse to a friend and mean it very, you know, in a very casual, yeah, like, you oh, got a nice arse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. 100%. You know, that's not necessarily toxic, but that's why AI is kind of important for this type of thing. Aside from the 1.4 billion chat messages uh, analyzed, they only, they analyzed out of that 1.4 billion, 1.9 million toxic messages. And I think that's pretty good. I don't yeah, know. I, 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 I would say I so. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Cross the, let me, let cross me. the T, drag the zero. Let me test the wind real quick. Went is that, east, is that east, good? East yeah. to west. Yeah. Uh-huh. Think that's not too toxic. Yeah, yeah. That, that feels a little warmer than normal. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, face it, thus far, uh, let's speak about some results real quick. They've uh, got 21% fewer toxic messages now that Minerva has been in progress in blocking more of these messages, as well as a 64% reduction in seriously offensive messages, not just toxic ones. Like, I assume seriously 64% offensive to me. 64% like, yeah. seems pretty solid. Yeah, over 50 very strongly over 50. Okay. Any other stats you got for us? Uh, nothing in particular. Have, but they, have they been issuing bans then, I imagine, as well? Yeah, yeah. It's to my understanding that they've been issuing bans or warning or some kind of action, or regardless, at, the, at a minimum level, they're making it so that people don't have to deal with these messages in-game Yeah, when they're on a face-it platform using Minerva, of course. And, uh, you know, the way this works, basically, is it detects audio as well. Not just text, which That's is nuts. Low key, creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's it like is. Siri kind of vibes. It is, it is. And let's just be real. I, I'm sketched out about Siri as well as Alexa. Me too. As Me well too. as like, yeah, Google Play or whatever, like Cortana. <laughs> but my parents have them, so yeah, I'm yeah. trapped. All these women in my house listening to all, all, my, all my thoughts. It was all nonsense. Yeah, where, yeah. where are the guy named AIs, huh? Yeah. Frick, man. Where's Dave or Tony? Steven, where you at, my guy? Hello, Zan. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Nobody do that. I'll trademark my name. We'll make one. It. Yeah. Hello, Jake. Jake's going to be in your house. <laughs> like, hey, coming soon to a house near you, Have Jake. you drank your wine, your coffee? Yeah, have you drank? Drink, drink. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, it basically it's made to detect only two types of speech, basically. Um, toxic verbal messages as well as mic spamming. So like if you're just saying like... <laughs> Sorry. Which, hey, hey, hey. Exactly. Hey, Minerva's right. like, stop. Shut the frick up, dude. <laughs> which I heard that. I was like, oh, they know. They actually understand because that is toxic yeah. in its own way. And that's a really easy way for a lot of people you to get around. You would think that's really tough to navigate, though, because in yeah. some games you're making call-outs like every so often. So you can only get certain like... But also, what what game are you playing call-outs in? Like I was just doing a raid in Destiny the other day. You're not screaming the same thing repeatedly for like any extended period of time. You know? I'm sure there might be some games that you just require constant communication. Oh, yeah, of course. But you're not just going like, here, 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 here. Like Fortnite. Go terminal, I, terminal, I, terminal, I would, terminal, terminal, was... terminal, 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 terminal. That's, like, that's usually a... how you communicate, though. If I'm ever in Discord comms with people, it's usually like that. So I wonder how they how they really program into, like, okay, if he's talking every 0.2 seconds, mute that motherfucker. I, I, think, I think it's probably a function of how often are they saying it, how frequently are they saying it, is there actually any value in them saying that? Yeah. Like, I think it probably comes down to is there are they saying like a location they're saying hey this is oh they're saying terminal oh that's a place let's go to terminal right that's probably okay maybe a little extra but probably okay but are they just saying hey 50 times like <laughs> that's excessive you know yeah, or yeah. are they just saying like you know some other nonsense just to annoy other people constantly i think that makes a lot of sense well it for seems to be programmed to detect it seems initially it's it's working i wonder if others will yeah, kind of pick up on this as well the audio mm. thing is certainly kind of 
it's creepy, but it's interesting. And yeah. I haven't heard anything bad coming out about it where people are like complaining about issues like you mentioned, where, you know, their call outs are getting muted or they're getting issues from Face It. I guess we'll see where Minerva goes from here. Interesting technique from Face It. And yeah. I, I guess we'll see if other third party platforms take on the same kind of thing going forward. Mm-hmm. And if Siri, Cortana, and all those uh, Alexa have now entered <laughs> esports, it seems. <laughs> Via Minerva. <laughs> And probably the biggest story this week, mm. Zan, you Ain't little the truth? simp. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying that because I have a girlfriend little, and you yeah. don't, my guy. Oh, oh. You little virgin, <laughs> little incel. Oh, oh. And luckily our show is not on uh, the Twitch platform. I'm sure you guys are well aware mm-hmm. of what we're talking about. Little update ever since the story did go live. Um, I think that we need to clarify from Twitch's perspective, this was certainly taken out of context by mm. a lot of eyes out there. But I think for good reason. I think it's very justified to come at Twitch for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. With the way they've handled 2020 as a whole, they've certainly had their controversial stories and topics throughout the entire year. Every five minutes, it feels like Twitch just keeps and mostly Twitch's fault, too. Uh, yeah, it's um, <laughs> Must be a, real. again, they're obviously in a very difficult situation. In a mm. lot of these circumstances. But, uh, you know, we I see them. We cover them so often. I, I find it hard to feel bad for a platform like Twitch. Not one that makes that much money that's uh, successful, that's backed by Amazon, that has tons of time to prepare for this type of thing that could just literally tell us anything and then just chooses hey, to say nothing. <laughs> we've, we've learned a lot from the way that Twitch has handled things. Indeed. Hopefully they continue to learn as well. Uh-huh. Um, if you guys somehow lived under a rock, they will be issued bans for the excessive use or the use as in terms of an insult of the words I mentioned previously and now even further that update being apparently Twitch had an all hands on meeting and they have now even called out and mentioned by name the person or the biggest person to have covered the story so far which caused it to go viral on Twitter mm-hmm. over a hundred thousand tweets around the word simp that's actually going to be Slasher on Twitter, who did actually mm. take the Twitter to, to mention that Twitch held its internal all-hands meeting just now. Twitch called the negative reaction to Simp, Incel, and Virgin as the community misunderstanding. And COO Sarah Clemens called me out directly for misinterpreting it, said Slasher. That hurts Sarah. Wrong, too, by the way. We all understand it's bad. He continued, from what I hear, responding after Sarah was the Twitch CEO... Emmett Shear, who we've talked about, Mm -hmm. and what may be the most on-point thing he said all year, as he said, I think people understood, but they don't trust us. Thank you, Emmett. Yeah, (laughs) Emmett. No freaking squat. Is Is that not the biggest truth that anybody from Twitch has spoken in the past? No, no, no. Remember? A couple months ago, Twitch said... I'm sorry. We're sorry. I didn't believe them then, though. That was that was so like that. And I can't remember what story that was actually around. Yeah, because we covered so many. But at Mm -hmm. one point, wow! Twice this year, Twitch has dropped the biggest truths or lines Uh they have had in their entire history. They first admitted apology, and now saying they don't trust us. Yes, one hundred percent, spot on, Emmett Shear. And I think this is this has to come from knowledge of they have to be aware of how we all we want as an industry as a community is some more transparency from twitch we just want to know more about what's going on which might not be possible no but it is though for the for the truly important stuff i'm not talking about their minute decisions right we don't need as an industry and community clarity on why somebody gets banned it's totally fine if twitch says hey we want to keep that private we only we want to only tell the people involved if they ever did that which you know realistically speaking they don't most of the time but i get that what we need is transparency on stuff like DMCA's. Like, how do people still not have an effective system to monitor that? 
and take care of their livelihoods. Mm -hmm. And Twitch is still in the position where they're saying like, hey, you know, maybe just mute all of your audio and hope for the best. And then I guess even further, we had the sexual harassment cases, which was very controversial because Twitch had handled their own involved cases Mm. differently than the public cases. And they they had talked about, you know, being a better as a community and, and reacting better to these things. And then it's revealed that they have internal issues with that same thing. I would say even further, when it comes time for the very, very controversial bands, Mm -hmm. if there's any way to be transparent or explain it in any way, it might not be possible, but I'm still going to be angry about it because a recent case we've had is earlier this year, we had Pokimane play inappropriate content on her stream. It was pornographic material. She received just a warning. That is Mm -hmm. not her fault. Mm -hmm. Just like Alinity, er, the same year, 2020, Uh could have been a crazy year, Alinity had to get on her hands and knees to beg for a Twitch ban Mm -hmm. because she knew the backlash would be so strong if they only warned her again. XQC, he plays a quick, quick accidental clip of two gorillas getting it on. Mm -hmm. He gets a three-day ban. And then we have Forsen accidentally for a glimpse of a second he shows a naked woman and there was maybe something involving a horse dingaling for some Mm. bestiality i understand the background details of all these streamers and their band details are very very different but how do you give xqc three days and by the point of this going live forcin i think he's going to be unbanned just after christmas it'll be approaching 40 days off the platform over a month the, which is I understand they yeah. can't be transparent but there is something at least in my opinion mm-hmm. I get it it's bestiality it's nasty it was accidental it was a trick link which, which by the way which needs to be taken into account they here. then release a rule they now have a rule in the platform that users that send trick links or try uh-huh. and send those deceiving links and donations will be banned but meanwhile, you're punishing your streamer for opening that trick link for almost 40 days. Because they couldn't know. A month without income? how are they income? supposed to know? Like, realistically speaking, I think this is another situation Sorry. where... Sorry, audio listener. I'm... This is why Emmett is 100% right here. Because he knows people have lost trust in Twitch. Because it, it, it takes all this disparity in treatment. Very public disparity. Where people are very clearly getting either favoritism or situations are getting treated differently because it's of situations. Weird, like, maybe there's some stuff going on behind the scenes literally all Twitch needs to do is say, hey, with Pokimane, there was XYZ going on behind the scenes. We're talking to these other people. We're sorting it out. That's why she got this, like, decision. Yeah, and this and- is why Forsen, you know, he did another thing accidentally. But we had these conversations. This is why he's getting that 40 days, yeah, and, potentially. And I, I understand, though, because then that kind of is a, it's, it's a weird line because, okay, if they release information on Forsen, do they have to mm. do it for other cases? But when you have these weird one-offs... Mm. I just wish there was more, and and maybe Forsen doesn't want to come forward and explain how how terrible the treatment is mm-hmm. because what if they get angry and then right. they ban yeah. longer? I, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's obviously Twitch is in very tough shoes, mm-hmm. but this year has been a controversial year for the platform. Absolutely, I think I think the main issue here is it's it's nothing but one offs. There's no consistency whatsoever. Yeah, if there was any through line that we could follow in terms of oh, this is what we can expect from you know behavior on the platform. This is what deserves a ban, or hey, if you have this content like a DMCA worthy thing. I think DMCA is obviously the biggest story this yeah, year. That yeah. was just not... If you have this type of DMCA, you get banned. If you have this type of DMCA, you um, get fined. Unless you're this streamer, we're not yeah. going to ban you at all. Unless yeah. you're this streamer, you get banned for eight days. Or this streamer who's been banned for three weeks will finally get to you because you're smaller. I, it really it really comes across like Twitch doesn't want to like... They don't want to say anything because they don't want to lock themselves down to anything. Because if they do, then they can't give yeah. anybody any kind of special treatment Because then you establish a guideline. Yeah, exactly. That's why their rules are so broad and vague not even vague nobody understands (laughs) 
like the whole we don't I'm, I don't want to get yeah we we we, we could talk about three strikes and we might permanently ban you unless we like you unless unless or maybe maybe it's a Monday and you know we just had a really nice bagel yeah, we'll only and permanently so, ban you on Tuesdays no, but but you know that bagel that cream cheese we really weren't feeling it so we're gonna ban you yeah uh, but you know tomorrow the cream cheese is a little bit better so it's just we'll reconsider that. I don't. I don't know. It's, it's it's nuts. It's. I'm glad I'm not in their shoes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel same for here, them on here. some things, and and I don't on others. I'm sure it's a struggle to like actually try to figure out this stuff. They're like they're headlining a whole new industry essentially, yeah. which is <laughs> so, cool. Yeah, it's great, but you know, take the responsibility that account that accompanies that. You know, real talk. <sighs> you make you're making the money. Take the responsibility aside with it. We can't wait for 2021, <laughs> Twitch. Truly can't. <laughs> As per usual, guys, we hope you all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all for the DMs this past week as well. Really enjoy interacting with you guys uh, on the channel and on, on Twitter as well. Uh, we hope you guys all enjoy. Zan, want to hit him with that yik yik outro? Yeah, I'll try to shorten it a little bit this week. You know, thank you everybody so much for tuning into the Esports Rewind podcast. We very much appreciate you all listening to our beautiful voices. Uh, you can find the Esports Rewind podcast on Prediction, the Esports Talk Show Network on iTunes and Spotify. That's P-R-E-E-D E-I-C-T-I-O-N. Uh, you know, a lot of other fantastic esports news podcasts there. By all means, go check them out. You can also find us on Twitter as well as, as Instagram. Uh, just uh, type in esports talk. Let us know if you find us there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're around. Hopefully and, it shows up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, DMs are always open. We very much, as Jake mentioned, we always appreciate hearing from you guys. It does help us with our coverage. We try to cover a lot of stuff in the week, but we can't get on that. Get to everything, realistically speaking. Only got so much time. Uh, for the stories we don't get to cover during the rest of the week, we're at esportstalk.com. And for everything else, by all means, just swing through our YouTube channel, Esports Talk. Uh, Jake, do you have any good words you'd like to leave the people with? Thank you all for watching. Same time, same day, every single week here at the Esports Rewind. Until next time, take care, you guys and, and gals. And gamers. gamers. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs>